the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast. 2020 Tokyo Olympics. They're styling themselves as the most eco-friendly games. The medals are made out of recycled foams, for one. And the athletes will even use beds made of cardboard frames. Okay, so here's my worry. And this is not to be crude on the radio. I know what you're going to say. Sex. Yes. The athletes have so much sex. And you're not alone with this. The athletes are concerned to the point where the Olympics had to come forward and say they won't collapse during sex. They will hold two people. Only two. You can't have any more than two. Yeah, this is the Olympics. Your cardboard bed has to hold more than two people. I'm saying three people fit in a bobsled is all I'm saying. That's true. 200 kilograms is the max load. If I was sleeping on a cardboard bed and I was with a bunch of athletes and stuff, that thing could not contain what I would do. And what I mean is crying. Cardboard gets weak when it gets wet. That's true. Crying because of all the sex I'm not having. A Florida mom hit the jackpot. But not like the Lotto Max that was $70 million this week. Doctor told a Florida woman she had a better chance of winning the lottery than of giving birth to two sets of twins in the same year. What does she do? Two sets of twins. One year. So just two months after the first set of twin boys came, she found out she was pregnant with another set of twin boys. Can you imagine? Good Lord. She says they're a blessing from above. Well, Just wait about four months. They all crap their pants at once. You might not be talking about all the blessings. She's not going to sleep for six years. (laughs) No, ever. Oh, longer than six years. Feel so bad for that poor woman. I got teenagers and uh, I still stay up worrying about them. I'm not saying worrying. They're going to keep her up. They're with you for, uh, yeah, they're going to literally keep her up. Ouch. You spread them out over like six years or something. What's the difference between the oldest and the youngest? Uh... You don't even know six your kids. Years. Yeah, you're right. Six years. Six years. Are you sure about that number? I had to do some math. Yeah. Burt Ward, he played Robin. The original Batman television series. The one with Adam West. And he recently got a star on the Walk of Fame. He's 74 years old now and he's been doing interviews. And he revealed the most interesting thing. The company that put the TV show on, they made him go to the doctor in the 60s to shrink his private parts because the bulge was stealing scenes. He had a pair of shorts on that were pretty tight. Yeah. And they said, that bulge is too distracting. Take these pills that are going to shrink your bulge and be less distracting to the viewers. The boy wonder, they called him. No wonder. The bulge wonder. Good Lord. Got complaints from the Catholic League of Decency. Oh, the Catholic League. They complain. They're always <laughs> looking at boys' balls. So he went um, to the doctor, went on the medication for a while. He says, but then he's like, hey, I'm not doing this. I want to have kids someday. Holy shrinkage, Batman. Yeah. Holy shrinkage. And now he's a father of two. Good he for got him. off the pills. Good for Burt Ward. Congratulations on getting your star on the Walk of Fame. Congratulations on literally and figuratively holding your balls. Keeping those things. They're very important. Well, had a lot of balls to stand up to them and say, I'm not taking the pills. Quickly, Robin, cover that bulge. That's a good impression. I've been working on it. Well, there's a luxury cruise line coming to the Great Lakes. Yeah, it's going to hit Lake Huron in 2022, about 6000 bucks a person. So if you can't afford that, maybe you could be a tour guide. That's what Matt and I are aspiring to this morning. We figure, hey, if there's anybody from Viking Cruise Lines listening, you need a couple tour guides. Here's what we can do. Top to your left there, you'll see a big cloud of gaseous smoke and vapors. No, that's not Sark, yeah? Just a lakefront patio in Bayfield. Smells like weed. And barbecue. 
If you look to your right, you'll notice a sparkling tower of vodka bottles. The locals call that area Grand Bend. Oh, look, giant blue structures that blend in nicely with the sky. That's the salt mine and the beautiful town next to it, Saltford. Now, please put on your life preservers. The cruise ship is traveling through a sea of abandoned cheese curds in Pine River. Now we're passing by King Harden. No, it's not your eyes fooling you. The men are wearing dresses. They call them kilts. We're now passing the world's largest buyer of cholesterol medication. So please wave to the good people at Meneset on the Lake. Sounds like an exciting cruise. I think we got the job, buddy. Ladies, you want to go on a very expensive vacation. To the moon! To the moon? How is this possible? To the moon. I hear there's some good restaurants up there. Uh, the atmosphere is not very good, though. Good oh, food. But, come on, Grandpa. But not much atmosphere. No, no we. I got it the first time. I appreciate that you repeated the bad joke, but <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, there's this Japanese billionaire. He was the first one to sign up for SpaceX's trip to the moon. And he wants to go with the love of his life. So he's looking for someone right now to join him on this space excursion. It's like The Bachelor, The Space Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelor Moon Edition or something. This sounds creepy AF. Who the, would go who would, who would go on an expensive date with a stranger? That being said, a stranger in space. There's nowhere to escape. Pepper spray doesn't work on the moon. No, it's not just them on this trip. The, he wants to bring along the future mate, but he also wants to bring people like me. He, he's an artist kind of guy. He wants to bring painters, musicians, dancers, photographers, perhaps uh, news people like you. Yeah, it's not making this any less creepy. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit creepy. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It, it's all going to be filmed, too. It's actually going to be a documentary. And the, the name they came up with was Full Moon Lovers. How stupid is that? How did they miss... I'll fly you to the moon and back. That's a lot better. Isn't that way better? That's He's going old literally school. the only guy who could say that. Honey, I flew you to the moon and back. I'd fly you to the moon and back, and I did. Yeah. He's the guy that can do that. Why wouldn't they call it that? He needs to hire a speechwriter. He needs to hire Matt Hussey is what he needs. Doesn't he? Maybe you can be a speechwriter. Go to the moon with him. Devastating. The stories coming out of Australia. It's basically fire-stricken all over the place. A small coastal town, isolated from the rest of the country, they had a fire rip through there on New Year's Eve. And due to the lack of road access, no beer. There was no beer until recently. So this is a good news story. A brewery heard about their plight, heard they were running dry, and arranged for a special delivery with the Navy. The Navy brought them 3,000 liters, almost 800 gallons of beer, loaded onto the boat, and they got it to this little small town. People were like, God bless the Navy. Not all heroes wear capes. We have beer again. Celebrate. It is those little things like that, right? I bet the whole town just gathered and had a drink. Everybody drank together. Yeah. But it's kind of a bad news story. Turns out the Navy delivered Coors. Oh, that's a no, tough one. That Ooh, that's a tough one. Video making the rounds out of BC of a sedan. Honda Civic Ford Fusion style sedan. With a snowmobile on the roof rack. Right on top. It looks the same size as the sedan. Yeah, I feel like a snowmobile would weigh as much as like a Civic. 
He's in the fast lane, too, passing everybody. Crazy. I've never seen such a crazy thing. I don't even know how you would get that up there. Those things aren't light, are they? Very carefully. Snowmobiles, no. I've put a couch on my roof rack, but it was still light. You don't see that too much in Huron County. People here have pickup trucks, so everybody's putting everything in the back of the pickup truck. But you've seen some things, even in the pickup trucks. Yeah, every now and then you'd get behind that truck that goes around and gets the dead animals. And it was always open. So you'd have to hide the kid's eyes Sometimes we need to get in another lane or take another rope. Dad, is the cow sleeping? Yes, son, yes. Yeah, sleeping. He's a very overweight sleeping cow. It's yeah. not bloated and dead at all. No. no, it's a very long sleep. He'll be sleeping very well. Yeah. And soon we're going to get hamburgers. At least I didn't use the roof rack. This is true. The Roaring Cat Retreat in Grand Bend. Oh, a retreat. Did they do yoga and stuff They there? massage the cats to give them nice coconut oil baths. Beautiful. Uh, the Roaring Cat Retreat, they're being ordered to remove all the big cats from there. Eight lions, two tigers, serval, lynx, and six lemurs. Lemurs aren't cats. They're not okay. technically cats. They're cat-like. I guess so. They climb trees sometimes. But they're getting out of there. I know this was caused a lot of controversy. There were some people even locally here saying, we're going to go down there with signs and try and get those cats out of there. But they're going to have to talk with the municipality of Lambton Shores now or take it back to the courts. Yeah, it's tough news for people who like to go to the big cat zoo over in Grand Bend. I mean, if you want to see cougars now, you have to go to Gables. Or Cocos. Or the meat draw at the Legion. That cat retreat lasted about as long as that cat's movie. In Calgary, today it's minus 31, and I think that's without the wind chill. It's really cold. How cold? It's so cold that Calgary's zoo penguin walk has been canceled. Don't penguins live in the Antarctic and they're like standing still for three months in like the coldest part of the earth? Yeah. These are adorable king penguins and they waddle and people watch and go, oh, they're so cute. That kind of thing. They're not the penguins like from that documentary. The Morgan Freeman documentary. That's like right in the heart of Antarctica. These live on the edge of Antarctica where it's a little bit warmer, but still. <laughs> they live in the warm part of Antarctica. Yeah, the warm part. Not they, to be mistaken for the really cold part. They still live on ice. <laughs> the Florida of Antarctica. It's the Florida of yeah. the deep, 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 deep south. Totally. So they had to cancel the penguin walk. It's too cold in Calgary this week. The penguins cannot march. On the list of things that millennials have killed, I would put greeting cards. They don't care about greeting cards, do they? Nope. So much so that Carlton Cards and Papyrus stores, they're closing all their shops in North America, include 76 locations here in Canada. My kids have given me the occasional card over the years, but if they do, it's just something they either print off, off Google Images, or they draw something or make their own card. So I think this is a real thing. Not many people go out and buy cards anymore. Text messages. The Facebook message. That's what my kids do to me. Like, oh, thanks for being a great dad. And then they dig up some old picture or something and it's nice and sentimental does the job your dad though we were talking about maybe this is a generational divide because millennials are the main consumers now my mom loves giving cards loves getting cards your dad loves it M my dad loves the cards in fact if, if you forget to give a card he'll send a gentle reminder through my mother that oh your dad didn't get his card yet do you have that card he loves those cards and you can hear him in the back are you asking him about the card <laughs> and it is it's the type of thing that Ah, it's nice, but I don't know if it's necessary. And every year you sort of say the same thing. And I, sometimes I think, oh, I mean, meant what I said last year. Isn't that good enough for 10 years now? Do I have to repeat the same <laughs> stupid sentiment? I love you, best dad ever. Yeah, I that love kind of that stuff. that you raised us. Yeah. It's nice. 
You have to give your daughter a call. She lives in Montreal. She's going to school right now. Montreal had an earthquake, so you called to see if she was okay. Yeah, yesterday morning at 6 a.m., they had a 3.7 magnitude earthquake. Not too big of a deal. Um, people actually had the most Canadian response to it. Oh, I just thought it was the snowplow going by. And I mean, we <laughs> see this all the time. And here on County, a snowplow goes by, makes my house rumble. I totally get this. Grand Bend, they thought there was an earthquake there. Turns out everyone just collectively passing out at 2 a.m. at Coco's. Yeah, Don Gannon, they just thought their neighbors were practicing for the Super Bowl. It's a common mistake. In Blythe, the earthquake was just another demonstration outside the office of Huron Bruce MPP Lisa Thompson, third that week. Right, and in Carlow, it was just a transport truck going by, going a little fast through the town. It was doing 70. Bayfield, they thought there was an earthquake. Turns out just some very strong edibles. Well, in Godridge, people just thought the National Defense was doing more military tests at the Blue Water Youth Center. And in Zurich, it was just the aftermath of Zurich Bean Fest. Ooh, then some strong beans. Just hitting now. So this is on my bucket list of places to visit. Machu Picchu in Peru. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's this magical place up in the mountains. But I think if I went all the way up the mountain and couldn't find a washroom, I'm probably not going to take a crap in a sacred temple. Why not? Well, this is what these tourists did. They're in trouble now. They're being detained. All six of them, they snuck into this restricted area of the Temple of the Sun where normally you would go there and make a nice offering to the sun. Oh, they made an offering. They made an offering of sorts. They'll probably argue that in court, I guess. (laughs) Your Honor, we made an offering. Well, but they could face up to four years in prison for damaging the heritage site that it is. Oh, so, good Lord. People yeah. crapping in the temple now? I've actually heard of this on our beachfront, too. People just You've heard of people crapping along the Goddard yeah, Beach? squatting and taking a crap. Oh, my God. Why would your kids do yeah, that? They usually go in the water. Well, that's much better. It's much better. That's much better. But, I mean, if they arrested somebody every time Huron County smelled like crap, wouldn't it be anybody populating any of the towns? There'd be no one left. Bruce Field would be empty. So there's this fairy tale village in Austria, which inspired Arendelle and Disney's Frozen movies. It's a beautiful town. It's right on the water. Uh, surrounded by mountains. I don't think I've ever seen such a gorgeous town. 16th century architecture. I don't know. I've been to Dashwood. Yeah, well, it's nice too. Cozy lodges, charming cafes. It's so Instagrammable that they get 10,000 tourists a day. Oh, Instagram ruins another town. Yeah, I really feel for these people. The town is only 800 people. They wouldn't even have enough washrooms for 10,000 people. This is a tough thing. And we've dealt with this here in Godridge. Been very Instagrammable over the last five years. A lot of good articles about us. People coming, wanting to see what Godridge is all about. We live here and we can't even get a spot on the beach. Tobermory, same thing as well. You drive up 21, you go to the Bruce Peninsula, jam-packed. It's heartbreaking if you used to go up there because you liked how quiet and serene it was. Now there's all these people. I don't know what the solution is here, but you can't just tell them to stay home, can you? No, we want their money really bad. We want their money too. So please continue to give us money despite this radio bit. In the springtime, I always like to go along the beach, see what the waves have brought up on the shore. A lot of times it's just litter, so we clean up the litter. But sometimes you find the odd treasure. You really got to be careful what you pick up. Jane Wilson. She thought she found an old plate, an antique plate. It was covered in barnacles and shells. For months, 
she was chipping away at this old plate because she wanted to get down to the surface, only to realize that plate was a bomb, a landmine. She was hammering at a landmine? <laughs> but as soon as she figured out what it was, the whole bomb squad came and they got rid of it. The bomb didn't explode. The Lake Huron Center for Coastal Conservation, they do these cleanups along the Lake Huron shoreline here. And they found some crazy stuff in the past. Obviously, cigarette butts, plastic bottles, a lot of garbage. But they found two dehumidifiers. Well, I found one once. I thought it was a dehumidifier. Turns out it was a humidifier. Oh, useless. the worst when that happens, right? There's this new product out by Pampers, the people that make the diapers. An app you put on your phone sends you a notification when your kid craps their pants. It's kind of smart. It's a little sensor that you put right on the diaper. Why? High tech. Why? Well, I guess maybe then you're not wasting diapers. Sometimes you'd go to change the kid's diaper. You think something happened. Sticky stuff. You usually can put it back on, but sometimes you waste a diaper. Fair enough. But what happened to the old smell test? The smell test is the best. I'm not a parent, but I've seen other parents with young children. You lift the baby up, you put the diaper right up to your face. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, you went to the bathroom. And somehow when you're a parent, it doesn't even smell that bad. It's the weirdest thing. I remember seeing young couples do this before we had kids. And I was thinking, what are you doing? Smelling the damage? You're putting that child's butt right to your nose. You do that. But then when you have kids, for some reason, it doesn't bother you as much. But it still bothers you when it's somebody else's kids. That's true. Changing another person's kid's diaper. Now, that's gross for some reason, though I had no problem changing my own kid's diapers. You did that for years, and for some of your kids, you still are. That's a joke. Or maybe Metaphorically. It, or maybe it's not. I'm not judging you. Yeah. I'm just saying you're a good daddy. Metaphorically in areas. Metaphorically, you change their moral and emotional diaper I change sometimes. their put the peanut butter back in the cupboard diaper. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's metaphorical diapers of all sorts. A hockey game in England. It was delayed after a referee forgot his pants. How do you forget your pants? I don't know. It happened, though. Are there special referee pants? I yeah. know they got the shirt, they got the whistle and the helmet. They are required to wear pants with extra padding because the puck can hit you in places you'll regret. The nuts. Yeah, probably for insurance reasons, too. They couldn't start the game uh, till about 15 minutes late, and they found a pair in the lost and found bin. So the game went on, but <laughs> people were teasing the ref, of course. You know how many people leave amazing like water bottles, like expensive, like $20, $30, $40 water bottles just willy-nilly at the gym? They get put in the lost and found, and then they, they get put on display at the end of the month so that people can collect them as they're coming in. And I just get so tempted sometimes to raid the lost and found bin. Probably people just go there and say, hey, oh, there's that water bottle I lost. Yeah, oh, that's my very expensive water bottle. Walk out with a whole bag full of stuff. Why do you need a $40 vessel to carry water? Just drink from the water fountain. My daughter once forgot her shoes. We went to Canada's Wonderland. We get there and she's like, oh, I didn't bring any shoes. Only in the hussy family. Like, oh, are you kidding me? Typical hussy. Last time I was at your place, I... Had to use the washroom, and I noticed it wasn't the cleanest of washrooms. Definitely wasn't as clean as my Gen Xer washroom. I will not argue this. But you're not alone. Survey found that more than a fifth of people born after 81, millennials. I was 85. Scrub their toilets every four weeks. Every four weeks you clean your toilet and your bathroom. Ooh, I think it's longer than That's that for me. I do this every week. I wipe surfaces. My place is relatively clean. Lately, Trish has gotten into the habit of like, she'll see something she's not happy with and she'll like scrub my toilet for me. So she can use it. How about your sheets? 
How often do you wash those? Once a month. Oh. But I, I have a shower and then go to sleep, so I'm getting into bed clean. Now, my bath towel. I'm a bald gentleman. I use one towel every week. For the whole week? I feel like people with hair, it's worse because you're getting all that nasty hair and hair grease. So I'm glad I know this information when I'm over at your house, not using the bathroom. When I wash my hands, I'm not going to dry my hands on the towel. Yeah, that towel gets changed even less. And I'm not going to share bed with you. Yeah, we'll meet at your house. The Bank of Canada, they want to make a new $5 note asking you to nominate historical figures or people you want to see on the $5 bill. And I mean, it's the five. It gets passed around the most, gets dirty. It's probably the least respectable of all the bills. So you want to reserve, you know, Terry Fox, for example, for a a higher bill. Yeah, totally. He deserves to be on a bill. 20 or up. And we figured, hey, there are a lot of Canadians who have done things. They're liked, but maybe not loved. Like Chad Kroger from Nickelback. And people might be more inclined to give those fives away to charity so they don't have to look at... Be good for charity. Totally. Don Cherry. Oh, yeah. He'd be mad about that, though. You people coming to our country giving away $5 bills. With my face on it, you people. Shania Twain. Yes. The reason for this is if people tip you a five on a $120 meal, the waiter can make the joke, that don't impress me much. (laughs) Or don't be stupid. (laughs) Or I'm out of here. Justin Bieber. Remember Bieber fever? Bieber fever. We could have Bieber fiver. Give me two Biebers for a McDonald. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau catching some flack because he paid $47 a dozen for some donuts at a fancy pants donut shop in Winnipeg. People saying, hey, you should have gone to Timmy's. The donut shop came out and said, hey, we're a local business. We buy local ingredients. We employ a lot of people. They get a living wage. Give us a break here. But what people aren't paying attention to is the special menu of donuts made for the Liberal Caucus and especially for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Like the True Donut. It has brown and gray sprinkles. Just like his beard. Yeah. There's the Trans Mountain Pipe Lime. The SNC Lava Lemon Donut. Mm, the Lava mm. Lemon. Ooh. There's also Wexit White Chocolate. The Shirtless Sugar. Yeah, he loves to have that shirt off. That. And there's Minority Government. Mmm, oh. nice minty donut. Chocolate covered for obvious reasons. Brown face. I've always said there's not a group of people more full of good intentions than knitters. You say that all the time. Yeah, well, my grandma, she was a knitter. She used to knit all of us kids mittens every winter. And I hate to say it, but we never wore the mittens because they... Were they bad? Well, they got wet within the first 30 seconds. And now there's mittens that are like waterproof and stuff. So you ended up wearing those. Her intentions were great. Is she still around? No. So there's no chance she's hearing this. Grandma, your mittens were terrible. But I love the slippers. A for effort, Grandma, but F. Enthusiastic knitters all over the world. I guess there was this call that went out early on in the the fires that are going on there to have handmade products like Walmart bat pouches, bat wraps, and little koala mittens. Koala mittens, because the koalas are getting burned in Australia. So knitters, the wonderful people that they are, started knitting all around the world. So I guess there's just crates and crates of knitted products being sent to to vets and uh, koala sanctuaries. But they're saying, we appreciate the gesture, but stop knitting these. We don't need them. It's not an actual thing. We can't really use this stuff. A forever. Yeah. They say it'd be better you sent money. They just don't have the staff to actually sort through all the stuff. You know what koalas appreciate? Cash. 
There was a canine trapped on the ice in Kingston on Monday. People called the fire and rescue team. Para crew members from the Kingston Fire Department went out there with their inflatable banana boat. Yeah, this boat looks like a banana. It looks like a ripe banana. Either way, they're they're doing the Lord's work trying to rescue this poor dog that's stranded on the ice. So got about 60 meters away, pulled out the binoculars. There's a coyote. So they just left it there. <laughs> like we thought it was a golden retriever or maybe a... Just an endangered species. We'll leave it there to was die. Was it a wolf or a coyote? Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think wolves go as far south as Kingston. That's true. But maybe they're tragically hip fans. I don't know. Doctor, he's been working in the ER for 30 years. He put together this list of ways to stay out of the ER. Never, ever say, hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, that's a Huron uh, County saying. Yeah, you're going to end up in the ER. Shoveling the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What could go wrong with being on a slanted, slippery roof? Really? Stay on the ground. Don't start the chainsaw between your legs. Don't fry bacon naked. He's seen it all. Says, do not, I repeat, do not stick your hand in your snowblower to clean it. Damn. Don't separate fighting dogs with your bare hands. Dogs can handle dog bites better than you can. The same goes for your in-laws around Christmas. Good point. Says church is dangerous. They get excited about something, they faint, they fall, they break a hip or something. He said bars are safer. Bars are safer than churches. People get excited for the Lord. They hurt themselves. They do. Grew up in a very charismatic church where sometimes, have you ever seen those sites of people hand going on them and then they fall on the floor? Yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You could get a concussion. Yeah. So if you're going to church this Sunday, wear a helmet. So there was this ER doctor. He's been working in the ER for about 30 years. He put together a list of the things that he's seen and advice to people of how to stay out of the ER. He doesn't list the Matt Hussey condition you went to the hospital for a few years ago. I went to the hospital because one side of my stomach suddenly kind of seemed to pulse out. It was like all bubbly. It looked really weird. Sounds scary. I thought, well, did I rupture an intestine and, and there's liquid escaping or something like that? Went to the ER. Wasn't in any pain though, but you never know. I was embarrassingly told by the doctor that, um, yeah, you're just putting on some weight. Sort of explaining that the fat modules were just moving to a new area where they had more room to breathe. I'll give you a prescription for a uh a treadmill? Did he call over the nursing staff? It's like, hey guys, come check out this big guy. We got another one here. He thinks he's dying, but his fat modules are just moving to another section. What? <laughs> what? No, he's not dying. It's just fat. The fat modules are just upgrading to a larger home. I'm leaving. If you were a kid and you grew up before the cell phone had a camera on it. Okay, Grandpa. Very few videos of you as a younger person. I know my kids, they have very few videos and we go back and watch those reminisce. Oh, isn't that cute? First steps, great moments like this. It sounds like hell watching old family videos. You don't like doing this? No, it sounds awful. Oh, it's nice. It's heartwarming. But there was this 26-year-old Texas man reunited with one of the only videos he had of himself taking his first steps too. So Buddy bought a VCR from a thrift store. VCR had a VHS in it. This is all dated language I'm using right now. VCR played tapes. VHS was what the tape was called. And the tape was of this guy taking his first steps. He put it on and he almost started to cry and the family's cheering him on. It was just a beautiful family moment that he thought, I've got to find this family. It would have been unfortunate if that tape was taped over with an episode of Fresh Prince, Cosby Show. That was the worst. Would that happen to us once? We taped over some memories once. Was it with a good show, though? No, it was like Matlock. Oh, no. Oh. It's like Rescue 911. Brutal 90s show. <laughs> 
So this guy got caught cheating on his wife at a soccer match. They put him on the kiss cam, and then they, they all of a sudden pretend like they don't know each other. Really awkward situation. The video went viral. Of course, he gets caught. But you actually used to run a kiss cam. Uh, years ago, I worked for the London Knights, Budweiser Gardens in London, and I was the guy who ran the kiss cam. I controlled it, so I would find couples and hope that they would kiss when we put them on the kiss cam. It was all very fun, but it was around the time I had broken up with my first girlfriend. Rather, she broke up with me, and I knew there was another guy involved, and whatever. It's, Were you a little upset? Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty emotional about it. She brought this guy to a London Knights game, and I found them in the crowd. Oh. So naturally, I decided, hey, I'm going to throw this girl on the kiss cam, and I did. And she seemed not too happy about it, and my heart was racing, and it was like, yeah, you know I'm controlling this camera. You know that I know and I see you. So you used your job as kiss cam operator to get back at your ex. I used my powers for evil instead of good, and you know what? It felt good. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't have felt good, but it felt really good. I got such an adrenaline rush. I still think about that sometimes. But either way, there's no hard feelings. But she broke my okay, We're going to move on. We're going to move on here. My youngest son, he wants to learn the cello. And I have full confidence that he'll do a great job with the cello. He's incredibly talented. But there's probably going to be a learning curve. I'm excited about it because what I expect in my head is that I can sit down with a nice coffee in the other room and just listen to him make magic like, like this. Yeah. That's what you hope. But then I'm thinking back to the time my uh, six-year-old daughter took violin. And it wasn't always so pleasant. Yeah. Probably be more like this for a while. I mean, I would still be sitting there thinking, wow, I'm, I'm proud that he's making that noise. There's always a learning curve when your kid takes up a new instrument. The worst is the recorder. Yeah. Every kid has to go buy that $2 recorder. <laughs> It's like always the same note, it seems like. <laughs> it's always hot crossed buns. <laughs> or saxophone, that's painful. Ooh, we're not even going to play a bad sample of that. It's always an exciting thing if you're a married couple, you have young kids or kids of any age just to get away. So when you're Googling hotels, you want to look at the rooms. You want to make sure it's it's romantic. That So Katie was doing this yesterday. She's going on a little getaway. She was looking at the rooms in this hotel, downtown Toronto, near the sports complex there. Near the Scotiabank Arena, home of the Leafs and the Raptors. Yeah. And there are photos above the beds in all the hotel rooms of... The athletes, men, mostly unclothed, showing a bunch of sweaty guys working out. Yeah, be like a guy doing crunches. It's doing crunches over top of the bed. Looking at this guy's like sweaty pecs and abs and big jacked arms of all these hockey players and basketball players. These guys are like super hot. She loves the rooms, but she can't get over that she has to look at all these shirtless jacked dudes while she's staying with her husband in this hotel. Well, I'm feeling more for the husband. You can't compete with that. I'll take my shirt off and, oh, why aren't you looking at me? Oh, because I'm looking at a naked kawaii. Maybe you're not as good looking like most of us aren't compared to guys like Austin Matthews or Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors. I'd feel a little insecure. Give your partner something to look at while you're in the bedroom. I think it's okay. I think you work the photo into the hotel stay. Almost a threesome. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes Matt uncomfortable. Natalie's going to be booking a stay next week. 
There was a bathroom trailer stolen in Hensel, and I feel like it's Matt Hussey because apparently you have a weak bladder and you pass this to your son. No, I got to thinking, man, if I could afford one of these trailers, I would carry it around with me everywhere I go. Oh, what you, if you got one for free like this thief did? Well, no, I didn't I didn't take the trailer. You're, but making, a, you're making a trip to the city yesterday. Both myself and my son, we have small bladders, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't take much. You always have to stop somewhere. And small we, bladder syndrome. You have the sibs. We decided to go the back way to Stratford, and it never works out for us because there's no Tim Hortons along that route. And we both had to go to the washroom, so we went down a back road, found ourselves a snowdrift. You painted that snowdrift. And when you mentioned that about the trailer, I got to thinking, well, maybe I should just carry a bathroom around with me on family road trips. Or you could go before you leave. It doesn't seem to work because we get our big coffee mugs for the trip. Of course. Time we get to Broadhagen, we got to go. <laughs> Shout out to Broadhagen. <laughs> Is it present the How time? often does any radio jock mention Broadhagen on the <laughs> airwaves? Put out my back yesterday. How'd you do that? Were you shoveling the ice? I don't understand what happened. And I'm finding this lately. Every now and then something will just start to hurt. I like to have a reason. So it's driving my wife crazy when I was, oh, my back kept repeating. Like, I don't know what I did. Maybe it was when I brought the groceries in or maybe it was that workout. Uh, perhaps it was when I lifted my music equipment. You're, or you're, it was just a reason for you to flex on how much stuff you lift every day. Yeah, maybe it was that like workout I did. I think it was just something stupid, like I leaned forward to make toast. When you're young, like me, and you hurt yourself, you can quickly identify how you did it. Something obvious, like pole vaulting, scuba diving, <laughs> something adventurous. But then you turn 45, you put the bread in too fast, and you pulled your back. Or you pull muscles in your sleep. Fine, because you look great, and pretty soon, it'll all be over, because you'll be dead. Well, if you haven't noticed, our Prime Minister looks a little bit different. He's got a new look for 2020. Still got the same nice hair, the same baby face, but that baby face has something different on it. Salt and pepper beard, but it's got gray in it. He looks kind of distinguished, and I didn't realize 13-year-olds could grow facial hair. So good for you, Prime Minister. Nice. Trudeau. Looking good. One might say he might even now finally look ready. <laughs> <laughs> Remember all those commercials way back? He's just not ready. He's just not ready. But he's got gray hair. <laughs> His hair is nice. Looking good. And we all know he's a fan of having a colorful face. My oldest son, Ocean, he just nailed it with the Christmas gifts this year. So the two things he got me was this Yeti that keeps my coffee warm all morning. I used to go back and forth to the microwave and reheat my coffee and reheated coffee tastes gross. And then you'd sometimes leave your reheated coffee in the microwave, forget about it, and then when I was heating up my lean cuisine, <laughs> the microwave would stink like old coffee. You'd be like, oh! You'd hear me shouting in the Yeah. Back. So the second thing that he got me was this thing that goes over top of the windshield of your car so that you don't have to scrape in the morning. And when this freezing rain started to hit, I perked up and thought, oh, it's an opportunity to use my Christmas gift. So I got this thing out and you shove something in between the two doors, like the, the loose flaps, and then it covers the entire windshield. So I went out in the morning thinking there would be just a huge layer of ice to scrape off. And I ripped that thing off. No ice at all. It was magic. It was incredible. And I think it also kept my doors from freezing shut because there was something shoved in the doors. It was just pure magic. Made your quality of life just a little better. It's those little things like that.
So I'm hanging out in the newsroom and somebody comes in. You guys are having a, a chat with this person in the lobby and they mentioned that I listen to you every morning. We get a number of people who say this to us and it's very nice. My silly, stupid joke, and I'm not even saying it's funny, but when people tell me I listen to you every morning, my silly joke back is, oh, I listen to you every morning too. Isn't that weird? I've never told you this, but it's it's a pretty bad joke. It's not a good joke. I've never seen anyone laugh at it. I'm just insecure and I deflect the compliment back. And so I did the same thing yesterday. It was such a jerk move. I stole your bad joke. You stole my line. I said back to the guy who said, I listen to you every morning. And I said just what you would have said. I listen to you too. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're overselling how you delivered it. The guy said, I, I listen to you every morning. You're like, yeah, we listen to you. I caught myself about mid-sentence. That's why it came out so awkward because I realized I was stealing my buddy's joke. <laughs> Here you doing this. So once the conversation ends, I march into the lobby. I'm like, did you just steal my joke? Maybe I should shave my head and wear taco cat shirts too. Whether facial hair boosts a men's pulling power has been debated for generations. No, uh, it hasn't. <laughs> Justin Trudeau recently just grew a beard. Yeah, but he likes color on his face. Okay. Well, there's this new study says that women who hate bugs less attracted to bearded men. They think there's maybe something hiding in that beard. <laughs> there's some roaches in that beard. And this could be sort of an evolutionary thing. Back in the days when we didn't have good hygiene, you know, maybe the one with the big bushy beard was the one with the diseases and you stayed away from that person. Fair enough. Now, you live with a beard. Son has a beard. And I must say, it gets to a certain length where I just get suspicious of it. And I've <laughs> That actually, beard is up to no good. I, I, I think he looks amazing in it, but there is this intuitive thing in me, even with myself. My facial hair gets to be a certain length and I just don't trust it. Some kind of fear. You don't trust your beard? It's true. And I, I actually expressed this one day to my sons. It's cool and everything, but I don't know why. I, I just have get this yucky feeling when I look at You know why you can't get a beards. date, son? <laughs> Girls dislike <laughs> bugs and beards. I think they're pretty cool. Uh, who knew the beard would come back in such a big way? Like, beards are everywhere again. You just and gotta comb your beard. Use some beard oil. Good hygiene. Trim it. Call an exterminator every now and then if you need to debug it. Yeah, we got a good one in town. Two snowboarding teenagers in British Columbia, they survived a very cold night in the mountain thanks to homework. Explain. I knew homework would eventually serve useful. We're snowboarding, got lost, built some kind of shelter, were able to build a fire thanks to one of the kids having some homework in a backpack. Burn the homework. Is this an excuse? I'm thinking they forgot to do homework and then told the teacher, we got stuck in the wilderness and if I didn't burn my homework, we would have died and you don't want us to die, do you, Mr. Smith? Yeah, how could you argue with that? A pretty I'm good excuse. Thinking it's a bunch of BS. I'm hoping it is true, though, because I want to bring this up to my kids the next time they complain about homework. We could stop and remember those BC teens that would be dead right now if it weren't for their homework. You should be thankful for your homework. Be you thankful. could be dead. I'm sure they'll believe that one. Education Minister Stephen Lecce saying if you've had an elementary child affected by teacher walkouts and you've had to pay for some child care or you weren't able to get child care because it was affected by the school closures, you could get some cash. Up to 60 bucks. And I'm thinking, where's mine? But well, what about you? You don't have kids. You have what cats. About, I have a couple cats. I'm not getting any government assistance for the cats. What's Stephen going to give you? What's Stephen Lecce going to give me? I'm thinking like the, the least amount, $25 per day for parents affected by this. Hey, don't get me wrong. The parents deserve this thing. It's, it's a tough economy. But so do you. But so do I work hard. 
I come to my job every day. I deliver the news every day. Where's Fatty's? I'm thinking for every day that parents get 25 bucks for their child care, Fatty gets one month of Netflix for free. Maybe 25 beers. 25, bucket beers. The bucket beers. At least. Thanks, Doug Ford. A gift card for Gateway Casinos and Clinton for each day that school's missed. Even just something practical like a bag of sifto salt for your long walkway. It's supporting the local economy, dude. That's a great one. But Fatty, you do get plowed roads, stop signs. You, you get things. I guess so. I don't know. But I'd really like a case of beer from Cowbell. If I'm too drunk, I can't complain. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.